everybody, and welcome to Teachers in the Dungeon. I'm Tom Gross, and sitting right here in the dungeon with Dan Ream. Hello, Dan. Hi there. And uh, we are ready for another week of, of shows. And well, I guess it's just one. I put a I put a plural on there with an S. <laughs> we do one show a week. Unless you joined us a couple weeks ago, the Gen Con follow-up, we did do two there as well. But um, but yeah, we were just talking about some things about the show here, and you mentioned to me that uh, our YouTube channel is starting to roll. Yes, and we have yes. got some uh, some of our shows that we do here in podcast form will show up on YouTube um, with images. Finally, I finally uh, dipped my toe in with video editing software. So uh, right now it is just, for the most part, just an image of the teachers in the dungeon side. But I did throw up our interview with Alan Morris and was able to actually match the images as we discussed them. So that might be one worth going back and watching, mm-hmm. even if you've listened to it just so you can actually see the images that we talked about. Yeah, and I, I think that's really helpful for a lot of those that are visual that we do mm-hmm. talks about. I've even been thinking about the one where we built our dungeons. Yeah. It's kind of cool to have pictures of that while we're talking about it. To make it worth another listen, or for our new listeners who discover us on YouTube to have that aspect. So uh, we'll get those links for YouTube out in social media mm-hmm. pretty soon. But anyway, It is just Teachers in the Dungeon. If you search that on YouTube, you should yeah. find it. So. Okay. I came across this, uh, speaking of social media, I came across this uh, a couple days ago. I do not have a source for it, so I do. I just want to, as the librarian, I want to put that out there <laughs> that I don't know the source of this, but it just was an interesting, uh, it's a statistic, it's a, it's a ranking chart from 1 to 20 of the tickets sold at Gen Con for RPGs. Oh, Cool. Which I thought, which I thought was kind of interesting. So yeah. whether it is hundred percent accurate or not, I cannot verify that, but I don't think it's probably too far off. Um, I'm not going to go over all of these. I thought I might give you the top five, yeah, and then maybe give you a smattering. So twenty to five, twenty different RPGs, twenty different RPGs. Wow. And there's a couple here that I want to get into that are not on this list. So huh. uh, Dra- Dragon Bane is one of them, and uh, I think it's probably because it was played in one room with like six tables, and so not as many tickets were sold for some of those. I don't know. I don't know if that's why or not, but I could never get into Dragon Bane. So anyway, some some in the top fi- the 5 to 15 that you might be aware of are Root, the RPG, which just, I think that's a pretty f- recent one that came out. Star Wars, the role-playing game. Candela uh, Obscura. Candela Obscura. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's the new one from. This is this is horrible, folks. My brain's not functioning today. Well, I threw this at you. you Critical Role. Oh, okay. Critical Role. That's their new created game. Oh, awesome. But you got Star uh, Cyberpunk. Um, another it just general Star Wars, which is probably more the modern uh, fantasy flight, is my guess. But so top five. Uh, number five is Call of Cthulhu. With mm. 900, sorry, I lost my place. It's a, it's a teeny tiny little chart. Uh, 947 tickets sold to play okay. Call of Cthulhu. Then up above that is number four is Tales of the Valiant at 992. That's Cobalt Press, I believe. I think you're right. Yes. Nice. Okay. Number three is, now I'm, I'm not surprised this is number three. I'm surprised the ticket sales are not as high. Um, and number three is Dungeon Crawl Classics, okay. 1,184 tickets. 
again, some of these might be just limitations of, of tables, could be. But, there, but when we get a little bit higher here, which isn't too far, we have two and one, I don't know that that, that statistic lands. I don't know. Let's say. So number two, Pathfinder. Okay. Pathfinder sold 2,486 tickets. So then number one, I'm sure you could probably guess, <laughs> is Dungeons & Dragons. Now this is the shocking piece to this, which is why I wanted to bring it up. Is So keep in mind, Pathfinder is number two at 2,486. Dungeons & Dragons is, one, is first with 10,011 tickets sold. Actually, that tracks. I, Tell me about that. I forget if we, if, if we talked about this on air or not. Um, I saw statistics that even after all of... Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Over... I think it is this year, but also over the entire run of print copies of role-playing games f- from 5e on... Mm-hmm. Even with the OGL debacle and everything, Pathfinder is only at about 10% of the sales of Dungeons & Dragons. So Evidenced here. I mean, this is about 20% of, but still, mm-hmm. yeah. So it is... It, it's interesting just how massive... Well, you think about it. I, you probably don't find Pathfinder and Dungeon Talk, Crawl Classics unless you've already found D&D. I think Correct. if you're just a casual... If your person just has casual interest in, oh, I might try a role-playing game, the only one you're going to have heard of mm-hmm. is Dungeons & Dragons. Right. And then only after that, Gateway, do you maybe get into some of the others. The only like exceptions I can think to that would be if it's very genre-specific. Well, that's true, like, yeah. Um, like Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. If, you, if you love horror, but you've never played Dungeons & Dragons, you might have discovered... Yeah. Or the Star Wars games, obviously. Or the Star Wars games could be in there, too. But yes, I totally agree... When it comes to RPGs, Dungeons and Dragons is the gateway uh, for probably most people. So um, I don't know. I just I found it the the spread to be kind of surprising to me. It, it's, it's because of the notable. OGL and sort of the criticism. And, and that weekend is the weekend that that it was discovered that one of the D and D artists had used AI <laughs> to create an image or images and. Big B's, and, and I mean, I was I have to say, regardless of where we stand on that, using AI or not AI, thought, I thought that D&D responded very quickly. Yeah. Now, I saw it drop one day, and I saw the D&D Beyond response the next day, basically saying, we will read our, rewrite our policies that this is not appropriate. I think they're kind of under the impression that they figured it was in a, it would not be appropriate, but... I feel like their response was a good one in the sense that I feel like the outrage or whatever fizzled out pretty quickly. Yes. I think, you know, they, they were able to address it. In a, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe they learned a little bit of a lesson mm-hmm. with the OGL that got in front of this a little more quickly. Right. And I just, I, I really need to study this, this trend of AI a little bit more to understand how that, how that works and how that impacts the I, art. I'm piece. using it for tokens for online D&D games. Okay, because for, for one thing, particularly if it's an NPC, who cares what it looks like, really? Mm-hmm. And also, I know that there's no copyright infringement if I'm taking an image and slapping it into Rule Twenty. Right. You know, no, I in quotes created it <laughs> myself, mm-hmm. so I get to use it. Okay. All right. Well, maybe we'll have to have that conversation somewhere yeah. down the road. It sounds like a good one. Um, 
But today's topic, uh, you you developed this topic, and I, I thought it was a fun topic, so I'm going to let you introduce yes. it, and we'll get rolling. I am taking, not credit, but blame this <laughs> one, folks. I, I thought it would be fun to try this from a little different direction, so this was my idea, not Tom's. If this becomes too snarky, blame, blame me. Tom is a gentle soul. He would never on his own come up with this. So the topic for today is how to ruin your DM's day. Yep. So we are going to go through, we're going to give you advice if you feel like just destroying your DM. So obviously all of you are nuanced and sophisticated thinkers enough to realize Mm -hmm. this is just a different way of listing how to treat your DM nice. So And, And I will say, I... I don't think there are too many players that would want to do that to their DM. Right. But so this is more of like an awareness piece because yeah. maybe we, I, I'm guilty of some of the ones that I that I've written. I'm oh, totally I, guilty I for am, a lot of these. I am the talk about when you point you, your finger at somebody, you got three more pointing back at oh, you. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and a lot of these I came up from my <laughs> from my personal experience of me doing these, yep. knowing that you know, in hindsight, like oh, I shouldn't have done that or something like that. But I did one time have a DM. He just was so difficult that I would have wanted to do all these things. And it wasn't you. This goes back to the early 90s. We were on, I think we were still on uh, second edition playing that. And he was the type of DM that, well, how much how much weight are you carrying? Do you have rations to go out on this? How many, we, we've been six days at, at he, he said one time, we've been six days at travel. Does everybody have six days of rations? I was like, dude, I, I don't think I have anything on my, f- okay, you're starving now. <laughs> like he was and that's his style of play and I, I came to learn that but I became so frustrated with him we spent a four hour session just getting down the hallway in a dungeon is how particular he was on every little thing and so I would have wanted to do some of these things just to just to just to make him as frustrated as I was quick anecdote as I'm I'm starting a I'm leading a new a session tonight with people I don't know Actually. Yeah, yeah, and some, some I do, some I don't, and one of the questions that came from the newly introduced person caught me so off guard. They, they, I forget what the question was, but they continued on and said, "I don't want to be punished for decisions," and I was like, "Whoa, when was it a? I, I not punishing anybody mm-hmm. in these games. This is." These are dice rolls. This is not, you know, and I realized you do hear horror stories of DMs who take things personally if you don't go the right direction or whatever and, you know, and, yeah, punish players. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I can see. So our topic of how to ruin your DM's day is is intended for anybody who DMs. Thank thank you because we can't have this game Mm -hmm. if we don't have someone's willing to lead it. So we're going to have a little fun with it, but it's also really just, hey, pay attention that you're not doing these things. So how do you you ruin your DM's day? First thing, if you want to ruin your DM's day is do not, under any circumstances, bring any food ever to a game session. Just don't do it. (laughs) Make sure you rely on, you make everybody else bring the food, you just expect them to do it, and make sure you try some of all of theirs. Never bring any of your own. I'm raising my hand because sometimes I'm that guy. 
And the kid, let me tell you, as the player who who either forgot about it or just you know shows up and I'm like, oh, I didn't I didn't run to the store before I came here. The guilt is heavy. The guilt is heavy. <laughs> and I sit there and I'm like, I'm not. I just won't eat anything. But the food looks so good. I, I can't help it. Yes, be a gracious guest. And oh wait, I'm sorry, we're ruining. Yeah. So we're ruining. Uh, so yeah, don't bring food. Well, this could be a whole other topic. I've noticed with some of my my friends from Taekwondo that I play with, uh, they took the food very seriously when we started and brought lavish, but like 10 times as much as we could eat. Mm-hmm. And that sort of tends to suppress. So over time, I've seen the food creativity decline. Right. But that's in a way, that's okay, because I, f- I also feel bad if someone brings something wonderful, but you can't really try it because you're so full of everything else mm-hmm. so anyway what All do you right. got well I think if I'm going to ruin my DM's life I'm going to metagame <laughs> I'm going to metagame like crazy I'm going to if I see the map before it gets covered up or if my DM doesn't cover up the map assuming that we just are going to pretend like we don't see it oh I'm metagaming I'm like, <laughs> mm, we should definitely go left here definitely should I, oh I, here this is actually two of these are together so I'll, I'll just go with it speaking of metagaming is when we start finding a monster I'm getting my monster manual out and I'm looking at the stat blocks oh yeah that's a and, must and uh, yeah, yeah yeah that that is definitely a good way to ruin your DM's day especially because then you can say no a 15 definitely hits right <laughs> exactly wait I just did 30 hit points it had it's it says right here there's only 28 yeah so metagame Perfect. Let me see if I had anything else on here. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, and sometimes when you have conversation with the DM out of game and they give you a little tip or a clue, definitely bring that to the table. Oh, yeah, tell Just, everybody. Yes, tell yeah. everybody. So, <laughs> <laughs> metagame. And, oh, and yes, connected to that is when your character isn't there, you should definitely take part of the conversations anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that one is, I will, okay, <laughs> stepping out a little, that is hard to do sometimes, but yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Give your input to the two that are in the room and you're standing outside. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there you go. Okay. These are, that's okay. These go kind of quick, but they're, they're very cut and dried. Uh, my second one is also very quick, just to the point. Always arrive late. Never it, be on time. It's and actually don't tell him either or her. Don't tell the DM that you're going to be late. Right. You know, just, just know that they run on your time. Yes. And, <laughs> and be sure to miss the recap at the very beginning. Yes. So if you're going to be late, be late enough that you're going to miss the recap. Yes. And that you'll have to ask several questions then later on about what's going on. Yes. Yeah. Particularly right in the middle of combat. Right. Ooh, that, okay, so that leads to my, okay. my next one, how to ruin your DM's day. This one actually ruins everybody's day. <laughs> but especially the DM. Because DMs are, they have a sense of time and how long things are taking and they know where the road goes. Mm-hmm. And so this one, this one is a, is a great way to ruin the day. And that is when you're in combat, don't plan ahead. Wait mm-hmm. until it's your turn initiative oh, yeah. to yeah. to stop and, and plan out what you're going to do. Especially if you're a caster. Sorry, when you open up the book and check the spells that you've got and see what and uh, and don't pay attention. Part of this is also don't pay attention to what's going on on the battlefield because you're looking mm. at books. Yeah, because my favorite things that, that ruins it for the DM is when you say, well, if I did this spell, who would that hit? 
Yeah. When you probably could have been paying attention and watching yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Um, not to say, okay, not to say that you can't ask questions at a game. Of course you can. Yes. But it's it's when it comes to you and you have no plan in mind. I was going to say, to as an aside, mm-hmm. as a DM, I I don't mind and I actually appreciate if someone says, okay, I here's what I want. Yes. Can this happen? But that has a plan. Yes. It's when yeah. it comes to you, you're like, okay, now what am I going to do? Yeah. Out comes the book. Out comes the character sheet. Yep. And like, <laughs> so now we sit there for five, ten minutes figuring out what's going to happen. That might be an exaggeration <laughs> on time, but still. Yeah, don't be planned for your move of initiative. Again, here's another aside. Another exception. Something big just happened on the battlefield that changes the landscape. Mm. Totally understand. You have to yeah. revamp your plan. You know, but usually as a DM, I know when someone had a plan and they have to change it because they'll tell you what the plan was. Yes, yes. They'll say, well, ah, man, I can't believe that just happened. I was going to do this. They had a plan. Yeah, yeah. So, gosh, as we talk, it's more and more, (laughs) you need an honorable mention here before we get to the first one, so, or my top. Okay, so, uh, yeah, don't bring food, don't be on time. This is kind of related to what you just said. My number three is do not, under any circumstances, Review your character sheet or your notes before you come back to play. Yeah. Don't... That would be a big waste of time. Yeah. Make sure... Make every effort to forget the entire plot. Right. All the NPCs. All the clues. Everything. Yes. That, that, that is a perfect way to just ruin everything for the DM. I am guilty of that sometimes. Oh my gosh, this is me. I'm terrible. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when I think about sometimes, you know, let me just say, thank goodness for Chris Metz. And Mark. And Mark. Because they have they looked, take notes. They, they have they take notes. They've and they and and they have looked at those before they came. Yes. I in fact I think that's kind of my crutch. Sometimes I'm just like ah I, I, I don't have time to look at this or I decide I'm not going to look at it because they'll have it. That's the problem with our current campaign is Mark is playing a very yeah. he's got low intelligence character, so he's like mm-hmm. I'm not taking notes, or if he is, he's not going to share them with us. Right. Exactly. So. So yeah, but yeah, that's I'm I'm the intelligent one in that party, my character, and I'm like dang. I get so wrapped up in what's happening, I don't write down anything. Right. And this isn't right so much, I don't think your 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 statement of how to ruin it for the DM necessarily is about, you know, don't take notes ever. It's more just don't think about the game before you show up. Yeah. Don't think yeah. about your character. Don't yeah. think about what they do, what they believe. Just just sit down and yeah. and Okay, <laughs> no, what does my what's my character's name again? Yeah. <laughs> Where are we? I'm with you. I've got some, I've got some I've got some game club kids that I think don't think about their their characters except yeah. for when they sit down. And you know what? They're novice characters, so I'm not criticizing them. I'm just saying that's something to teach our kids, you know, when they sit down to play. Now, yeah, you say that and I realize, yeah, I really should be emailing my kids regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe the first couple sessions say, okay, guys, this is something you should do before you come to the table, but let's, mm-hmm. for practice sake, let's review our characters, share something about your character, that you that you like that they did last time or something you gained last time. Usually, when we level up, I'll have kid I'll, even at our table. I'll say, "What's something you got from from leveling up the third level that you want to share with the group?" Yeah, that's a good way to review. Yeah, um, unless you want to ruin your DM's day, then don't think about that at all. Right. Okay. Um, let me see. I did you rank? I didn't rank mine. I'm just tenant. I toss kinda, them out. I kind of did. Okay. Well, that's right. so to ruin your day, I don't have any yeah. rankings. 
uh, this one, we've kind of already talked about this, but there's a slight angle to this. Be sure to make adjustments to your character mid-game after reading the book about your character and realizing you didn't do something yeah. right. Or maybe even after you see something that somebody else's character can do that you didn't know. Yes. Yeah. Make that adjustment to your character yeah. mid-game. Yeah. That's, Definitely. That's a good way to ruin things. Mm-hmm. Because whether you th- believe it or not, or whether you think about it or not, your DM knows pretty much what the characters can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know everything, like a command spell that was used against one of my <laughs> creatures that I was not <laughs> counting on. But generally, the DM has a pretty good idea of the capacity of everybody. And if you make an adjustment, you're like reading the player's handbook when you should be listening at the table... And you're like, oh, I didn't realize my character can do that. And you change it yeah. mid-game. Now, yeah. In between, you end the game or even at a break, you say, hey, I didn't realize my character could do this. That helps to make your DM's day. Yeah. At least make them not surprised. Mm-hmm. But if you want to ruin it for them, yeah. make those changes to your character mid-game. Definitely. Definitely. This, yeah, a lot of these overlap. So my second most powerful th- spell against the DM day is to second guess every second guess her decisions and rules yes definitely should that kind of comes back to look at the monster menu but definitely 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 and particularly if it's a tense moment or right definitely publicly in front of all the other players question their understanding of the game i think that's a really good way to to ruin their day yeah agreed and so building off of that, I wrote down, um, be sure to be a rules Nazi as a player. <laughs> you know, group questions are great. You know, when we're like, okay, you guys, should this be able to wrap around the corner? What's everybody think? That's the invite to let's let's look at the rules. Let's see how it works and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But to nitpick every little thing and say, well, that wouldn't have caught on fire because that's magical fire and that doesn't, you know, have physical effects, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes the rules destroy the narrative. Yeah. And so sometimes your DM might fudge the rules a little bit to make a better story. And you got you got to be willing to do that unless you want to ruin their day I, and pull the rule book out on every little thing. And I feel like that's where I think good players understand <laughs> it shouldn't be a rule book. It's a guidebook. Any given situation, any given rule, the DM has the right to bend. Yes. If they're a good DM, you're going to trust them, and you know they're going to do it because of the situation, because it'll make the story better, whatever. Right. Uh, but yes, if you if if your goal is to just make life miserable for them, you step in and say, that doesn't work like that. That's not what the rule says. Play it by the book. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So before I get to my very most effective way to ruin your DM's day, you got two? I have two left. Well, you do one, and then I'm going to give some honorable mentions that I thought of. Okay. If you want to ruin your DM's day, be sure to keep up on your social media and check scores that are going on in the evening. Yes, uh, and tell sure. everybody about it. That's bonus points. <laughs> bonus points is check your check your social media and scores going on, and then if you really want to ruin your DM's life, announce it at the table. Yes, announce it at the table. Oh, so and so just hit blah blah blah, and they are now leading. Yes, that that can real what that does 
is not only is it keeping you from the game, but then it also interrupts the narrative of the story when you have that interruption. Yeah. And here, okay, so here's the thing about phones, in my opinion. This is just the, I mean, this is a modern, we didn't have to deal with this back in the day. You know, there was nothing, t- there's nothing pulling us from our game except our parents mm-hmm. or bedtime or something like yeah. that. My feeling on, on uh, at least the game club, no, no phones out. Yeah. No phones out, no music playing unless the DM's playing it, and that's that. We're adults sitting at the table, so I get it. We have to check the phone to see if our wife or someone in the family needs something, and we take care of it right then and there. Yeah. Um, the other acceptable, in my opinion, acceptable use of the phone is you, you get D&D Plus, or D&D Beyond. Right. <laughs> D&D Plus, where'd that come from? Disney Plus. You have D&D Beyond, okay? Or... You're taking pictures of the table for posting, Mm -hmm. you know, about your game or just to keep it for yourself. Those types of things, okay, I'm fine with that. But to sit there and scroll your social media or to be constantly updating on something that's going on in the world, it doesn't have to be sports. You know, maybe some big news uh, came out that a famous actor died or there's some sort of a political event or hurricane or something like that. That's a, you're at the the game table. That's a low-key humiliation of the DM. Because all of this is, you know, collective sort of fantasy world building and all of that. And by not participating or actively working against it, it sends a strong message that you didn't do a good job. You know, right. you feel foolish. It's, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing. I think that's what's hard about acting is you are, I mean, it's so risky up there that, mm-hmm. you know, you're pretending. And if someone says, what are you doing? I mean... It just yeah. knocks the foundation right out from under you. But right. you talk about phones. I am ashamed of myself because I had mine out our last session because a bunch of stuff was coming in about this new session that I had to start. I'm like, oh, this is time oh, sensitive. Right. I need, but I was doing it thinking, this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> Get this put away. So, <laughs> so my mindset as a DM anymore, unless it's game club, okay? My mindset in our games or anywhere else I play is basically we're all adults here. And I'm going to assume that whatever you're doing is either super important or you're doing something for the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I and I just have to put that in the in, into the forefront of my of my thinking instead of the back to to be to to try to avoid that feeling of like my game's not, my game is not keeping people engaged. Yes. You know a good a good place for that if I'm the player and I don't want to ruin my my DM's night a good place you know when you take breaks sure. Yeah. Bring up those side conversations, check the score, check the event that's going on, check it for any text from family. Even you could talk about it there to get it off your chest, but then when you sit down at the table, yeah, cut that. Yeah. There are also instances if you split the party. Yeah. And and sometimes I'm like, as the DM, I'm like, I do kind of want you to go away. Right. So that you don't metagame. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell the, anyone at the table that, or eh, sometimes you're like, come over here, yeah. you that are with me, mm-hmm. the rest of you sit over. If you're on the phone and when you're not part of the in immediate action and don't need to be or don't don't have to be part of the narrative, that's fine too. I, yeah. don't, I don't mind that. I was thinking about in Waterdeep, we had split and one of our players, a couple of players, were on their phones and I'm like, I kind of made the note and I'm like, oh, they're not part of this right now. Yeah. Do what you want. That's even better. Yeah. And because uh, then it, it encourages the role play when the characters do come back together. I might have made a notice DM that, oh, they're, they were doing something else. 
do your characters want to tell those characters what happened? Yeah. Now, if it's Chris Metz, he'll say, nope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Keep it secret. So that, that's my number two, I suppose. Okay. My honorable mention is to take every possible opportunity to interrupt the narrative that the DM is creating to scream, I have dark vision! <laughs> it's a meme. <laughs> so I can't even claim credit for inventing that one, but yes, that was... Uh, I saw that. And so uh, my uh, phones was actually my honorable mention too, but we already got that one. So, so my top piece of advice, if you want to wreck things for your DM, like, like you want to wound, wow, don't okay. show any appreciation. That was one of my honorable mentions. And I, I've got a bunch sort of intertwined here. Don't, don't ever. Be aware of the time that they invested to create, to get this ready for you. Don't ever interact in a delighted way with any characters they create. And don't ever, ever, ever mention anything that you admire about their world, world building. That's a real good way to just flatten them. Yeah, and I, I do think that sometimes it's, well, probably most of the time, it's unintended Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you just yeah. don't think about it. And not um, well. Yes, and that's. I mean, I, I guess there, that's the whole. But no, but there are times when uh, I've seen. I've been at tables, and this is again goes back to childhood and college, the early you know early professional world before I ever met any of you, where people got mad at the DM for the way something happened, that you know they just didn't like the way it happened. They didn't like the way it went down. And it was beyond the, the, the way of dice. Well, I can't believe you did that to us. Well, you know, on the DM side, they're thinking, well, you made that decision to go that way. Mm-hmm. And so, but, but so I have seen it where it's, it has been intentional to, I'm going to punish my DM by being a jerk. Yeah. Um, so if you want to do that intentionally, that's a great way to do it. I've had, I was going to say, I've, I've experienced, again, people just not realizing mm-hmm. that they'll, you know, you particularly a homebrew world, you know, you, you kind of put yourself out there with it mm-hmm. and have people sort of smirk or joke about names, you know, they don't, they don't know they're doing it. It's, it's not, but it, it hits, it does mean you know, I, I made that up. I thought through that, mm-hmm. you know, and I can try to explain and then that just makes it worse. <laughs> so <laughs> I just have to take it. So yes, that is a, uh, a very, very effective way and yeah i'm sorry i kind of i kind of frame that in a way that it's not even fun to t- <laughs> we can't even joke about it the way we joked about some of the others yeah, right it gets a little too close to home no it and it does you know and and again just kind of like what i what i started the whole thing with by saying thank you to anybody who has put their neck out there mm-hmm. and that makes it sound like it's a really threatening thing thanks to anybody who's invested in mm-hmm. the game so much that they're willing to say for the sake of playing i'll dm Yes. Um, because yeah. it is a time investment. Yeah. It is uh, it, it is like acting, putting yourself out there, especially if you're doing things like voices. Yeah. Or you and Chris are excellent yeah. about this, like bringing something to the table, like Chris brought those snacks that were game, and you brought the, the drinks the mm-hmm. one time, and you hung a, 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 a Halloween decoration for <laughs> the, you know, to kind of set the tone. You know, some people could walk in and be like, what is that? Like, yeah. Why do you have Halloween records like that inside? Yeah. And it's, while it probably wasn't intended, 
it still kind of wounds. Yeah. And so thanks to all the people that, that are willing to do that for the sake of the game or for the fun of the game. But as a player, if you want to ruin your DM's life, or night, yes. <laughs> life, <Yes. laughs> they're nice. <laughs> By all means. Yes. Do so again, yeah, to flip it, to, to, to flip it, obviously, and, and again, I'm preaching to myself here as much as anything else, shoot a quick text after every session. Yeah. Tell them what you liked. Yeah. It does matter. I usually try to do that, but sometimes when we end at midnight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's a little and, tough, but yeah. And absolutely. with groups, obviously, it's like a, a friendship. Groups you've been playing with for years, people know. And yeah. You don't, you know, you, you should still remind them every once in a while, but it, right. I think particularly in new groups, it's important. Mm-hmm. New DMs. Absolutely. So my number one, was that your number one? Yes. Okay, so my number one is really... It's more of a pet peeve than uh, than necessarily a way to ruin your DM's night. Uh, night, although it could, it could potentially ruin a DM's night. And that is, be sure to stack your dice, let them fall over. Be sure to just roll your dice and play with them when they're not <laughs> engaged. Be sure to do anything and everything that you possibly can to make noise with your dice. <laughs> And that will definitely make your DMs night. Particularly uh, right at a very, very important climactic description. Yes. 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 Be sure to roll those all over the place. Um, And again, more pet peeve on my end than probably anything else. And and so this is what I'm going to say about that is... I, and I can I can speak to this because it's I'm clinical. <laughs> I have attention deficit, and I am the person who probably would sit there and and play. With, so I make it intentional that if I'm going to play with dice or I feel like I need to, I bring it on the table and I just roll one in my hand. But another good thing is I got this I got this from Stevens Woodworks. Look up Stevens Woodworks on social oh. media. He, he's a woodworking person. He makes all sorts of really cool Dungeons & Dragons things. I got you guys the, the coaster mm-hmm. bottle opener thing that, yes. that are engraved. But Stevens Woodworks sent, when I did that order, he threw in a, a little freebie, and it's a little wooden fidget. And it's got a little gear. It has gears on it. And you may not know this, but that is usually in my lap, <laughs> and I'm messing with it because of who I am. Yeah. But the dice on the table... Because of who I am, I cannot, I cannot, like, let it pass. Like, I, I am paying attention to that because of my attention deficit. It draws me to that, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, the dice, aren't <laughs> <laughs> dice? I'm like that, yeah. I, well, they're, for any self-respecting D&D player, you've got to have a dice addiction of some sort. Right. So, yes, right. obviously you want to mess with them, so. Yep. Yep. Hold on to those dice, friends. <laughs> Unless you want to ruin your DM's day, then yes. play with them and throw them all over. The best is when there's a map with figures on it, throw them right out on the map. Yes, yes. Nothing nothing <laughs> ruins a DM's day better than dice ruining the tabletop. <laughs> this has been fun. All right. This so, yes, yeah, so you get you got introduced to the chaotic evil versions of Tom and Dan. <laughs> Um, that is the theme of our current game. Yes. So chaos. So we will be back next week with our. I don't know if we're lawful good. Lawful good. Yeah, it's probably we at might least be at least neutral good to neutral chaos. No, there's good in there. There's yeah. good in there. 
So, but yeah, we'll be back to that yes. for sure. If you've got some things that you have done or that has been done to you to absolutely ruin your DM's life or they ruined your DM's life, let us know what that is. Yep. I'm sure there's narrative to it, so send us a Gmail, <laughs> teachers in the teachers in the dungeon at gmail.com, or just toss them out on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Let us know how you ruin your DM's night. <laughs> so until next time. Turn your dice to 20 when you're making that roll. <laughs> See you later, folks. That wraps up today's session. So thank you for listening to Teachers in the Dungeon. We appreciate you and your feedback. Until the next time we see you in the dungeon, we hope you roll high on those saving throws. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear what happens in the adventure, subscribe to the podcast. Have questions, thoughts, or ideas? Check the show notes for our website and our contact information. This podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or any other third-party Dungeons & Dragons entity. Teachers in the Dungeon is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders in the U.S. or abroad. The official Dungeons & Dragons website can be found at www.dnd.wizards.com.